Hey everybody, welcome to TIW Podcast. I'm Eric, and today I watched WWE NXT episode 557, uh, NXT UK episode 89, SmackDown episode 1078, and 205 Live episode 175. Um, Broadcast on um, April 15th, 16th, and 17th, 2020. Um, Yeah, I I, I, I put off recording the nxt episode since i i mean it that wednesday this past wednesday and a couple of days since then but especially wednesday were a real bummer and was it was a real bummer in wrestling news uh with how many people were let go from uh the wwe um so i don't want to spend really very much time on that um or then hopefully that we get to see a lot of those people um, wrestle sometime soon, um, either in other places or that they're able to return uh, back to WWE at some point or whatever. Um, but anyway, um, also a real big bummer is uh, that Howard Finkel, uh, a legendary uh, announcer for WWE, um, uh, passed away. So on top of all the other stuff that's going on out there, um, yeah, is is a is a is a rough week for for wrestling fans, I think. But um, but there, as far as what we saw on TV, there's some really good stuff. Really good stuff. Um, uh, NXT, I enjoyed. Uh, NXT UK was a, a cool, uh, a, a a cool like look back another type of looking back um from from last week because last week we had um like early day kind of going through the history of nxt uk um but this time we had a couple of classic matches that were chosen by uh current wrestlers there in nxt uk and then also a couple of them uh talking about their own matches and then we got to see those matches um we also did this uh it was also the same kind of thing on 205 live actually i'm gonna i'm gonna talk about that first um because it doesn't affect storylines or, or anything we had the brian kendrick um and also i want to talk about this because th- i think this is gonna be the name of the episode uh he introduces like the show that he, the the match that got him into wrestle like that made him decide that's what i want to do and him talking about it and explaining why it's his pick and all that was really cool but he chose from wrestlemania 6 i think it is um ultimate warrior versus hulk hogan um i was trying to decide if i should just call him hulk hogan or the immortal hulk because he he made a point of calling him the immortal hulk hogan every time he he said it during the introduction but he introduces this match and he says bon appetit bozos and i really like that so that's why the name of this episode is that but anyway, uh, it was great to see that match. I'm pretty sure I had seen it before, um, but it's been it's been a while for sure. I I definitely didn't watch it when it was broadcast because I uh, I didn't I don't think I'd ever seen any WrestleMania in full until I started watching again just a couple of years ago, um, because it, it was paper it was pay per view back then. And the first time I ever got pay-per-view was like maybe a bash at the beach or something like that. Uh, because I, it was all about the WCW for me. Um, so I don't think I ever, uh, got my parents to, to order a WWF pay-per-view back then. And even, and, and WrestleMania six was wait was, I was only like four or five years old, I think. So anyway, uh, he also introduced uh, one of his matches, um, and he talked about matches where he won championships and things like that. But the match that he chose that he wanted to show us was uh, from the Cruiserweight Classic. I think it was the quarterfinals of the Cruiserweight Classic, uh, the Brian Kendrick versus Kota Ibushi. Which I was not expecting to see a Kota Ibushi match uh, while watching 205 Live this week. So that was really cool. Um so if you don't want to go through and find those on the network uh, from their individual shows, you can check out those two matches 
on this week's 205 Live. Also, you can just you can, if you have Hulu, you can watch them on there. So you know that's great. Um, also, just having those two matches filled up the entire hour. Um, I had noticed uh, since last week uh, when I was looking at the shows on Hulu because I usually watch 205 Live as it airs on the network. Um, and the last few weeks, it's only been like 30 minutes, maybe something like that. Um, which as it's, it's a great 30 minutes because it's usually just like two matches and they're both great matches. Um, but then I, I, when I was looking through on Hulu to, for other shows, I saw, uh, I just out of curiosity, I went to the 205 live page and I was like, wait, all these episodes are like 49, 45, 49 minutes, something like that. And then uh, I I opened one up and it was a lot of clips. It had the two matches from from that week, but it's a lot of clips, highlights from Raw and SmackDown. Um, so it's it's has been pretty similar to what main event usually is, is that you have you open up with an original match and then uh, you have some highlights, then you have the second original match and then some highlights again. Um, so it was, it was taking that kind of format with, uh, the more limited amount of matches that they've had lately. But with this week's episode, I, I am pretty sure they did not have to do any highlights with that. They just showed exactly the same thing that they did on the network. And it was real good, real, real good. Um, cause man, I did not, the first time that I saw this match back at the cruiserweight classic, um, I did not know anything about Kota Ibushi. This is the, that was the first time I had ever seen him. And of course I was like, oh yeah, this guy, this guy is really good. But now knowing even more about it, it's, it's much, it's even more entertaining and also it's everything more about the Brian Kendrick that I know now as well. So, um, yeah, definitely go check out this week's two Oh five live. Um, if you want a curated selection of some classic matches. Um, and that has been pretty cool, a pretty cool thing. Um, I think they could definitely get away with doing that with, uh, more on raw and SmackDown raw, especially, um, like talking about an individual classic match. Um, I mean, they have been doing that, but they hadn't done it. They haven't done it the last couple of weeks. But have but making it more of like a retrospect, like a like a like a documentary look at it, um, like get some some even if it's just on smartphones and stuff, like get uh, some people talking about a match, and then uh, we get to see a, a a classic match. It's the the match that we get to watch is chosen for us, um, which I think like having the network is uh there's so much that you can watch on there but because of that it's like oh which what match should i go and watch what which wrestlemania should i should i should i watch in in, uh, which match on that wrestlemania is is a really good one to check out um that having that choice made for you when you're watching raw or 255 or whatever um, I think there's a, a, a benefit to that of that in a way, um, which makes me think how cool would it be if there's like a random match m- mode playlist mode where it's it, it not only takes you to a random show or a random episode of Raw or SmackDown, random pay-per-view uh, or even random episodes of NXT, etc., it also goes to a random spot in there. It goes to the, because they have markers uh, in the database for where the act, where the each match starts. So like some type of random playlist shuffle mode would be, uh, would be really cool because to, to, to be able to just choose a random match to watch. But, Anyway, uh, let's get to talking now. We're going back to Wednesday. We've got NXT episode 557. Uh, we open up with Finn Balor versus Fabian Eichner. Uh, since Walter is uh, uh, is not on the same in the same hemisphere 
as Finn Balor. He has to go through the rest of, of Imperium in the meantime as he waits to get his hands on that U- UK championship. Um, but Finn Balor wins via the 1916. Then we get a video package of Charlotte uh, talking about who she wants a piece of in NXT. The top of her list is Mia Yim, but she also has to deal with Io Shirai first, and then everyone else. She just wants to fight fight everyone. Uh, then we have Aaliyah versus Xia Li. Uh, this is like a payback, kind of a grudge match after uh, Xia Li was taken out before that um uh the qualifier the it wasn't the qualifier it was a qualifier before the second chance match uh to qualify for the qualifying ladder it was a qualifier for the qualifier <laughs> she lost her spot in the the second chance match uh to get into the ladder match that Io Shirai uh eventually won but anyway Aliyah lost to Zaylee in this grudge match and uh, that worked out pretty well for her. Uh, for Zaylee, that is. Then we had Isaiah Swerve Scott versus Akira Tozawa. And Tozawa won via uh, Senton. Um, this, this was the only... Uh, what is it called? Tournament. <laughs> Why can't I think of the name, the word tournament? This is the only tournament match uh, this week. Uh, for the uh, Cruiserweight Interim Championship tur- Tournament. Uh, next week, there will be three matches uh, with the rest of the field, um, including some matches with Drake Maverick, b- despite Drake Maverick being um, one of the uh, superstars that was announced as being released this week. Um, so that's kind of that's an interesting situation. Um, I don't know if they have, had already filmed all of these matches or what's going on with with that um but it, it i am glad that we get to see him in at least three matches um before uh before he's off of of wwe tv for uh the foreseeable future um but anyway uh next up we had tegan knox versus raquel gonzalez uh tegan knox knox won via roll-up after shotzi came out to uh, attack Dakota Kai, who was causing a lot of trouble at ringside there. And, um, uh, it was, it was great to see Raquel in action. Uh, this is her first actual match, uh, since getting paired up with, uh, Dakota Kai here. And, uh, oh, she's great. And she's, she, ha- she has the meanest, the meanest, the meanest look out of like anybody and, and all, like in the world, really um and it and it's fantastic uh but she did not get the win because of the involvement of Shotzi and next week before this match i was thinking ah oh, uh Tia Knox needs a big strong friend and Shotzi Blackheart fits the bill pretty well um we're going to get next week a uh tag team match between uh between these two pairs uh Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox versus Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez that's gonna be pretty awesome um this episode actually had the least well other than 205 Live that didn't have any women's matches on there um but this episode had surprisingly to me had the least number of uh women's matches and segments out of all the shows this week which is great for Raw and SmackDown. I mean, Raw and SmackDown have more time. Well, SmackDown doesn't have more time. They have the same amount of time. But I really hope that continues uh, with Raw and SmackDown next week and the following weeks because uh, Raw had so many women's matches and then also uh, Zelina Vega's presence throughout the entire episode was awesome. And then SmackDown, which I'll get to in just a minute here, uh, had a lot of women's matches and segments as well. So uh, I'm really digging all of that. Um, we had a Keith Lee video package uh, talking about where he came from, uh, how he got to this point, all of that. So that was really cool. Also, go check. I talked about this before. Go check out him as Smooth Operator in the movie The Main Event over on Netflix. It's pretty fun. I mean, it's for kids, but it's 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 good. It's fun. And speaking of fun, next up we had Dexter Loomis versus Tahuti Miles. Dexter Loomis won that match. 
Um, I'm still trying to figure out if if Dexter is supposed to be some type of alien, maybe an android, some type of super soldier. But perhaps, most likely, what I'm leaning towards now and many I've been talking to are also leaning towards is that he's some type of serial killer or something from the middle of nowhere because I've, I noticed that they build him as for, as being from recluse Wyoming. And I looked up recluse Wyoming to see if there's like some type of like supernatural aspect of that town. If it is a real town, it is a real town. It's not really a, it's like a, it's, it's, it's like an unofficial, it's like a community more of an unofficial township. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember exactly what it was. It, the only thing on its Wikipedia page is that it has a post office that was established in like 1830 or something like that. Actually, I'm going to look it up again. Like recluse Wyoming. It's on the North side of, uh, of Wyoming. It's very isolated. The Wikipedia page for it is approximately 50 words most of those words are about the notable people which is one actually the 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 part that's about notable people is is more words than the rest of the article but um recluse is a small unincorporated community in campbell county wyoming united states a post office has been in operation at recluse since 1924 19 I was way off. The community was so named on account of its isolated location. So uh that that's like there's an image of a stamp from the uh US Postal Service from that uh location. Um and then notable people Sue Wallace, rancher and Republican member of the Wyoming House of Representatives from Campbell County served 2007 until her death in January 2014. Um it is located at 44-44-28 North and 105-42-29 West, way on the northeast side of Wyoming. And, oh, you blow up the picture. It doesn't have, it's just, <laughs> looking at a map of Wyoming is so funny, especially when it's like a really simplified map, because it's just a rectangle, and then it everything just seems like random inside of it. Because uh, this map that I'm looking at does not have any uh, any roads on it. It only has the county lines and rivers and the major bodies of water. So, anyway, that's all the information I have about Recluse, Wyoming. Um, I was hoping there it would be some type of like it would be maybe near like a, an area 51 type place, or if there's uh, certain stories about it. Um, but looking through here, the only, that's really the only thing that comes up. Oh, what is the population? 529. So if, if Dexter Loomis is from recluse, he is like a, uh, you know, 0.02% of the people from recluse are completely weird weirdos. So anyway, uh, yeah, Dexter Loomis, he was also looming Dexter looming in the background during the main events, but then he was gone after the commercial break. So I don't know what they were setting up with that, but I, I'm excited for it. I, I he, it's, I, I'm reluctant to say he's awesome because he might, his character might just be a complete psychopath, but the presentation of his character is definitely awesome. Um, plus his music is totally like stranger things. So that's why I think, I think there's something more to it than just being a creepy guy. I think he's gotta have some type of like spirits, ghosts that is, has, uh, um, has possessed him or something. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, we had another segment of Adam Cole at home. Um, <laughs> and I just love it. Whenever he says something like, all right, stupid, listen. Um, that's what I wrote. I wrote that down before he said everything else. That's how he started saying it. And I, that makes me laugh every time. Um, 
So uh, Velveteen Dream, he was waiting for Cole to, to arrive at the show this entire episode so far. And then Finn Balor comes up and then he challenges Velveteen Dream. So I guess we'll get that match pretty soon. I don't know. Just kind of random there. Um, and then it was announced that we'd get Dakota Kai and uh, Raquel Gonzalez versus Shotzi Blackheart and Tegan Knox next week. I already talked about that. And then we had our main event, the Undisputed Era, Bobby Fish and, and Kyle O'Reilly versus the champion, one half of the Broserweights, Matt Riddle, and a mystery partner. And that mystery partner was Timothy Thatcher, who I was not familiar with at all, but now I am a huge, huge fan because um, I, I went and watched some clips of him um, from uh, from Evolve. It was the main thing that I watched him in um, after this match. And yeah, I am I am totally on board. Uh, plus, his interactions with Matt Riddle is so funny. Like he would just like, what? Are, why are we doing that? Like it really seems like I don't, I don't get you, man. But like, this is this works, I guess. But because uh, there's one point where Matt Riddle is like, hey, put your hands out, and then he does, and then he he like alley oops him into like a, a moonsault thing. And Thatcher's like, okay, I guess, whatever. So it was really fun to watch. Um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing more from Timothy Thatcher, whether or not he's teamed up with Riddle in, uh, in Pete Dunn's place or uh, just seeing some, some uh, great singles matches would be great as well. Um, but the browser weights are successful. It is a strange, uh, couple of weeks for the, the tag team divisions, um, because we also had over on SmackDown, the other half of the tag teams had a triple threat match for the championships, um, uh, in response to their, the triple threat ladder match at WrestleMania. I'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, some great highlights were uh, they hit a double gut wrench on uh, both of the Undisputed Era members there. And then um, he won. Timothy Thatcher got the win via the Fujiwara armbar delivered to Roderick Strong. And then we head backstage to Tommaso Ciampa with his thoughts, his response to having lost at... Um, uh, in that one last beat warehouse match or whatever we're calling that. Um, and he says, I'm done with this, all of this. And then just out of nowhere, he just gets like a total jump scare, horror movie thriller, like grabbed and just pulled away from the camera. Uh, Tomas, uh, laid out on the floor and then uh, we see Karrion Cross has attacked Tommaso Ciampa, despite last week seeming like they were scooping out Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae. So, yeah, that was really cool. And I, I'm i looking forward to seeing what happens next with that. Uh, his name was not said on screen, I don't think. Um, is I think commentary was just completely. Out. By the way, commentary this week was uh, back to me, uh, uh, Tom Phillips, and Byron Saxton. So I was I was a little bit worried when I heard Tom. I was like, oh no, is Sam, Sam Roberts back on commentary? No, Tom and Byron, uh, which I am totally okay with that. Um, so yeah, I uh, there his shirts. That's how I knew his name is. I saw his shirt on the WWE shop. Um, and then they also had a Timothy Thatcher shirt on there, which was really cool. Um, so yeah, I, I like this episode of NXT quite a bit. Then on NXT UK, we had four matches that were picked by four wrestlers. Uh, first Dave Mastiff, he chose dynamite kid versus tiger mask, uh, from Madison square garden, 1982. I had never seen that match before. It was awesome. Uh, both, both of them amazing. Uh, and then, the stuff that tiger mask was doing on those very bouncy loose ropes ridiculous like that's it's this it's the kind of high flying stuff that they do today in a much better 
uh, situation, a much more conducive situation for that as far as the ropes setup goes. So, yeah, this that that match is really fun to watch, and I. I don't remember. I I didn't write down who won the. I can't remember who won the match. I think it was Dynamite Kid who won the match, but I'm not sure. Um, then we had Kenny Williams. Uh, he picked his match uh, when he teamed up with Noam Dar against Grizzled Young Veterans from May of 2019. Um, then Lee Garo, he picked a women's match. Uh, this was following just a couple weeks after um take over cardiff um he picked actually it was, it was quite a bit after that but anyway uh tegan knox versus kaylee ray um which i had not seen because i didn't watch any nxt uk from between uh cardiff and uh the the, the couple of episodes before takeover blackpool um so it was really cool to see that uh to have this match chosen for me to watch um, cause I, I, I really like both of them. Um, also currently, I think as of right now, maybe, maybe she just passed the, the record mark. Um, Kaylee Ray is the longest reigning NXT UK women's champion, um, to date. Uh, of course the, the championship has only been around for like a year and a half, but still, Hey, great job. Um, and then uh, the last match uh, was chosen by A Kid, and he chose another match that I hadn't seen. I think I've se- I've seen clips of it, but I hadn't seen the entire match. William Regal is retirement match versus Cesaro uh, from NXT, and uh, that was on Christmas 2013. It was the Christmas episode. I don't know if it was it was specifically themed as Christmas, but nonetheless. William Regal got the gift of losing to Cesaro and retiring. So, um, yeah, that match was really great. It was really, I, I have not seen a lot of NXT from that period. So hearing, it's always uh, interesting to hear Matt Bloom on commentary. Um, although it was him and Tegan Knox and Tino Sabatelli who were on commentary for the combine last year. And that was really cool. And it, I don't know. Have they done the combine yet this year? Did they do it before um, all the performance center filming began? Um, Cause if they did, I didn't hear about it and they didn't do the live stream of it again, but that was really cool. That was one of my favorite things um, like favorite extra things that they did last year. So anyway, a uh, really cool episode of NXT UK with everybody on there. Um, I would have, uh, it, it was really cool that Ligero picked um, that Tegan versus Kaylee Ray match, um, but I want to see uh, Kaylee Ray pick a match. I want to see which what classic matches uh, Kaylee Ray, uh, Tegan, um, Tony Storm, Piper Niven. I want to see what they would choose um, of matches that they 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 loved when they were they were growing up or just getting started in wrestling and all that. So. There you go, NXT, NXT UK, both very good. Even though NXT UK was not original, new original matches, but it was really cool to see um, the, the the short introductions uh, introductions from each of the wrestlers before that. Now, before I talk about uh, SmackDown to close out this episode, I do want to mention that um, I've been playing Animal Crossing. I don't know if I talked about that very much. It's there's there's nothing really to say about it other than uh it's, it's it's fairly fun it passes some time uh but the best part of it so far is that a couple of uh people from my wrestling whatsapp uh chat um also playing and they're the ones who i've interacted the most with on animal crossing and uh the biggest interaction we've had so far is that um, i came across uh, a wrestling ring item and i uh got some extras for them and uh now we all have wrestling rings on our islands and so uh, i got a bunch of pictures um when you're visiting each other's islands of uh sitting at the rings uh that's the closest i've had i've i've been to attending a wrestling show with other actual people um <laughs> kind of in a way even though it was a wrestling show as chatting with everybody during wrestlemania in particular 
was is was technically a lot closer to attending a wrestling show with other people but that was a it was a really fun thing that i wasn't expecting to exist in animal crossing i don't think that they'd have wrestling ring in there um they also have like a little wrestling statue um and uh there's lucha masks that i didn't know about um i still don't have any of my own but um yeah really cool really cool um and then also i've been playing even more time has been spent playing final Fi- final fantasy 7 remake and this is relevant to uh wrestlemania and re- because they've, they've been uh a sponsor they were a sponsor of one of the nights of wrestlemania i think and uh it came out uh just last it's only been out a week now i think and i've already spent a solid 24 hours playing it um i think i'm fairly close to maybe a couple chapters away from the end um and then i can unlock uh the hard mode so spoilers there's this one battle it's in wall market and you fight you fight a house it's called hell house i don't remember if this is in the original final fantasy 7 because i know they've expanded this section of the story so Final Fantasy VII Remake, it's only uh, it's only the Midgar part of the story from the original PlayStation 1 game. And I I don't remember how much of Final Fantasy VII I, have, I had played on the original PlayStation. Um, there's some stuff that, as it was happening, is like, oh, right, this happens, and things like that. That got me really excited, uh, even is as recently as where I am in the story right now. Um, but I don't remember. So I remember some stuff when it comes up and then the rest. So I don't know if I remember it because pe- of people talking about it. And I don't remember stuff because I didn't actually play played to that point myself. Or if a lot of this stuff, I know a lot of the side quests for sure are added in there, but um there was a main story where you have to go through a tournament. I was excited because uh, in Wall Market there is a, a gym, and they have. It, I get it's probably more likely a boxing ring, but they have a ring with the ropes and everything. And I was like super excited about that. Was, oh, another game, but I probably can't because in Animal Crossing you can can like lay in the ring, but you can't like run around in the ring because it's like a, a bed object. Um. So it's it, yeah, it's it's cool having there, but it'd be even more cool if you could actually like stand up inside of the ring and run around. That would be amazing. Um, but anyway, uh, you also can't get into the ring in the gym in Walmart in Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, but then shortly after I made that discovery, then you have to go through this tournament. I was like, oh, this this is like an actual match i can't actually have a match um it's not in a ring but it is in a coliseum and it's a battle there's an audience and all that and then there's ring announcers and everything it's great um but the last battle that you have in this part of the game was so so frustrating for me you you fight a house it's called hell house and i tried once and if i was doing okay dead tried again i was doing did a little a little bit better dead tried a third time did way worse than the other two times i'm like what am i doing wrong i thought that i thought for sure i had figured it out it was something to do with what elements you use which spells you use and i was right but i didn't realize the extent to which i needed to be paying attention to make that work i thought it was just use blizzard spells and that's its weakness whatever no it depends on what is in its windows and Okay, knowing this is kind of a spoiler, but it did, it didn't really help me at all anyway. It can have frost or fire in the windows and depending on which of those two you use either fire or blizzard um or it might have uh wind or thunder or electricity in its windows and then you use the opposites uh with uh the arrow or thunder spells. And but it that that isn't what's in it, it most of the time it doesn't have anything in its windows at which point i guess that's when you need some other thing to to do to it which i don't know what you do 
and it having that knowledge of the walkthrough that I, that I looked at didn't help me at all either because I tried it like two or three more times with that knowledge failed dead try again so I finally changed I, I changed it to easy and it was still kind of tough uh, but I've been playing it on easy since then because I had been getting killed by just like side quest bosses and stuff like that anyway as like I it takes it it doesn't take a long time but to do every one of these battles at least twice is starting to get frustrating so I'm just gonna leave it on on easy so I can finish the story and then I can go back and play my favorite parts uh in harder mode and like level up my characters and all that kind of stuff but yeah, I really like it. It's 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 incredibly well done. I can't really even imagine going back and playing the original now. Like just thinking about the original's graphics alone. I mean, they were groundbreaking at the time. Absolutely. But like the character the the character models and everything, they certainly have their charm, but going back to that after playing this version of it is like I don't even know what a good analogy for that but it's it's awesome go check it out um, maybe wait at this point maybe wait until it's on sale for a little bit cheaper or something um, well it's only been out a week I'd say yeah go go check it out it, it's 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 cool I'm looking forward. I might be able to finish it today after I record this because um, there's no pay-per-views or anything like that. Um, so all there is to do on this this Sunday, uh, I'm recording this on April 19th, by the way, so pretty far behind of everything that I actually watched. But um, yeah, I think I might, might be able to finish it uh, fairly soon. So anyway, uh, now uh, this week's episode of SmackDown opened up with Moment of Bliss with special guest Braun Strowman, and uh, he noticed a, a gift in the corner of the ring. He says, oh, Alexi, he didn't have to do that. And Alexa's like, uh, I didn't. He's like, no, nah, I know. I know you. Mixed match show team Little Big, you're the greatest. So he grabs that, 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 that gift. And he opens it up, and it's the black sheep mask that he wore as part of the um, uh, the the Wyatt family. So, so the mind games from Bray Wyatt's are well underway. Um, next up, we had the match of the decade, or even the century, with Sasha Banks versus Tamina. Um, Bailey was on commentary, and there's like so much I could talk. I could probably talk another half hour just about not that much i could talk like five minutes about it but um uh, th- this match was so funny and so entertaining you know what? i'm not going to mention anything that actually happened in this match i said just go watch it it's it's so fun seriously um up next after the hat uh we had sheamus versus denzel de journey um and Sheamus, of course, won the match, and uh, Sheamus gets frustrated with commentary because they're, as he's still out at the ring, they start talking about Jeff Hardy for the second week in a row. Uh, so it looks like as soon as Jeff Hardy actually arrives in person, that Sheamus is going to beat the crap out of him. Um, so we'll see if, how, how that works out uh, pretty soon. Um, then we had Naomi versus Dana Brooke in a ladder match, a Money in the Bank ladder match uh, qualifier. Um, and Dana Brooke won. I don't even know how that happened. But, hey, all right. Good good for you, Dana. And good luck in that ladder match because they announced that the ladder match is going to take place at uh, WWE corporate headquarters and uh, that they will start on the ground floor and fight their ways to the roof where they will find the contracts uh, suspended above the ring, the ring that is on the roof of their, of this office building. So that's going to be ridiculous and it could be, pretty amazing um i'm i am i am really i'm i'm really looking forward to that so uh my biggest hope for that match is that there's some kind of raid style hallway fight scene um 
that would be great. If there isn't one of those, then like, why did they even do it? Like that, that's like the most epic thing because we've, we've seen these fights in the performance center, but with just two people having six people involved in the match that could, that's like full on raid possibilities. If you haven't seen the raid, fantastic action film go go see it and also raid to redemption or whatever it's called also really great um and that's the film that the filmmaker originally wanted to make but they, then it was like too big so they made the raid first and then got the money for the second movie after the like see this this movie's great now imagine that we do even better raid is still the better of the two i think but anyway after that, uh, we saw Sonia come out to the ring, and she wants to clear the air with Mandy. And it looks like it's going a very different direction before Sonia calls Mandy the most selfish person she's ever met. Um, and uh, how it was never about us being a team. It was all about Mandy. It always came out to her theme. Uh, Sonia's face is always blurred out during the special effects during entrance and all that kind of stuff. And... Yeah, she has some very, very good points. And Dolph Ziggler comes out. He tries to plead with Mandy. They did went about it the wrong way and all that. And that he actually does like her and blah, blah, blah. blah. And um, while he was doing that, Sonya lays Mandy out. And Dolph is like, wait, what are you doing? You ruined my chances here. And then uh, Otis comes out. And there's a big brawl and all that. And, um, yeah, things, things keep moving forward with this, with this, uh, this story. This is season two of the Mandy and Otis saga. Um, I think we can officially say coming uh, having WrestleMania as the, as the season finale. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying that. There's a good, uh, a good direction, different direction to be taking, um, and then up next, we had Cesaro versus Daniel Bryan um, for a a spot in the men's ladder match. Um, this match, part of this match was interrupted with the uh, with the hacker coming in and saying something about um, enemies, keeping enemies cl- or keeping friends close, but enemies closer, that kind of thing, uh, hinting at a tag team, maybe not being as good of friends as they think they are. Uh Daniel Bryan, he won this match to earn his spot in the men's Money in the Bank ladder match via the uh, the LaBelle lock, I think he used. Um, I was re- I, I wanted to see Cesaro in there. I mean, I like both of them, but man, Cesaro, he was in the ladder match, what was it, two years ago? Oh, it was so, 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 so good. Um, we'll, we'll see what, what happens with Cesaro here soon. Hopefully, hopefully he has some type of other, like, I, I mean, I still want to see Cesaro versus Sheamus for the Intercontinental Championship. When's that going to happen? Also, Sheamus versus Sami Zayn for their Intercontinental to, to, to win the championship in the first place. Make all these things happen. Soon. ASAP. But Sami Zayn did not appear on this program tonight. Um... It was just uh, Shinsuke Nakamura out there in Cesaro's corner and uh, uh, Drew Gulak in Daniel Bryan's corner. Um, Baron Corbin attacks Elias backstage and he beats him up for a solid two segments of the show. I kind of tuned out during all that. Uh, Baron came up, like Elias ended up being laid out, beaten down, moaning, all that while uh, uh, Baron uh, walked away unscathed, basically. Um, and then our main events, Biggie versus Jey Uso versus The Miz in a triple threat match. Not a ladder match, just a regular triple threat match um, for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. This was uh, in response to their the triple threat with their with their partners, uh, that ladder match at WrestleMania, which uh, John Morrison won. Uh, but Biggie wins this match. The New Day are new champs, and that is that. I I was pretty excited for them. Um, new Day are awesome. Uh, Big E is awesome, and I think this this might be. It's definitely the first time I've seen it, but this might be the first time that uh, a singles match has 
determined new tag team champions and also that those new tag team champions are a trio. So it was one person winning the championships on behalf of three people. I think maybe is that how I don't know the, the Wikipedia page doesn't include Kofi Kingston during last year's reign. And then they don't include Xavier Woods during the reign hit the 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 rain after that because he was injured i i feel like they recognize all three of them as champions the entire time which i'm going to look up right now um going to the champions page new day yeah it has all three of them on there and in fact on their image xavier wood <laughs> the the image that they have on the website big e isn't holding where the championships it's, it, kofi kingston and xavier woods are holding them so anyway, with this win, the New Day are now eight-time tag team champions, and six of those times have been as the SmackDown tag team champions, and that is pretty awesome. Uh, we get a whole mess of new Big E photos and gifts after his win with him just licking those championships and getting all sweaty in the back doing more workouts because the, the work isn't done and all that there's a great video online of him uh in the gym part of the performance center after having one that's really really funny so yeah i I'm, I'm really excited for these guys um i'm excited to see what happens next we get another uh classic new day versus usos match i'm sure that's going to happen all like really soon um hope well if not before money in the bank i think that match will happen at money in the bank um and i think with the hacker getting involved with everybody stirring up trouble i i kind of appreciate that the hacker like just drops in like hey here's some info and then gets out of there and lets everything play out at least so far he's only done it once so far but um, if he keeps doing that, he just keeps dro- dropping these truth bombs all over the place. I- I'm on board with that. Um, but it seems uh, it seems as though uh, a lot of people are expecting the next target to be Miz and Morrison. And I could definitely see Morrison being mad at the Miz for having lost the championships for them. Because uh, Morrison, he-, he held on to him. So uh, I think he has... Uh, just that alone is enough to get those two at each other's throats. But if there's ad- additional truth bombs to be had about them, things could get pretty pretty riled up there. But uh, anyway, I think next week SmackDown will will have two more qualifiers: one for women's, one for men's. Um, I like the way that SmackDown is doing that this uh, over these weeks. Um, instead of getting all the women in one night, although having all the women have matches. Uh, their qualifying matches in one night was pretty cool this last week, but that, but then that means next week there aren't any of those qualifiers. So we might not have as many women's matches, but um, having it drawn out that adds a little bit more excitement and uncertainty uncertainty, I think. Uh, although with raw, they didn't have any men's qualifiers matches yet. Uh, so you do have all three of those um, this coming week um, that, that, their side of things looks pretty it's looking pretty weird i already talked about that in this week's episode um but i i don't know if they announced what the next qualifier match is um it would be pretty cool if uh jeff hardy versus sheamus is a qualifier match um and i would expect jeff hardy to get get in there but then again sheamus has been undefeated so far since returning so i I don't know. I guess we'll see. Also, next week will be the start of of uh, the 25 anniversary of Triple H. That's like a weird way. An anniversary of the existence of a person in an organization, I guess. Well, yeah, that's that's what a work anniversary is, I guess. But <laughs> it's not that weird after all. But it is weird to make it a TV celebration or whatever. But um, they said that that's happening starting next week which seems to imply that it's going to be a multi-week celebration. Um, but that they, while talking about it, they mentioned that Triple H has never won the Money in the Bank ladder match. That might have just been a way to segue into talking about Money in the Bank. But 
with it being at the corporate headquarters, um, I I kind of think that he's going to be involved in the match, if not be in the match and win it. Uh, it could be like Brock Lesnar entering like in the last few minutes last year where they get close to the roof and then they go past Triple H's office. He's like, hey, what's going on out here? And then he joins in and then he goes and wins the match. I think it could happen. But anyway, uh, it... It, it was probably just a segue to talk about money in the bank and promote it. So anyway, uh, what was I saying? I don't know, but I, I'm looking forward to whatever happens on, um, on TV next week. Uh, uh, pretty nervous about more, uh, more wrestlers getting let go. Um, and behind the scenes people, um, a lot of producers were let go as well. And, uh, other people that don't even get announcements or, or anything like that because they're, uh, they don't appear on screen, but it, it seemed like everybody that was announced this past week was from raw and two Oh five live. Um, and then there, there's been a trickling of NXT slash performance center, Saini's, um in the days since then but i i have a feeling that like monday or tuesday there's going to be a bunch more announced and maybe maybe there won't be it would be it would be great if 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 that was all if they're they're done with that for right now but uh nobody from smackdown was announced so far so i have a feeling uh, we're going to find a few more names um in the next few days um but fingers crossed maybe maybe just maybe fox is like no you can't lose anybody that's from our show because everybody's great or something like that i don't know so anyhow um that's it for this week let me know what you thought about everything this is a huge huge episode um i might do the same thing next week but for everything um which will will just be adding on on raw um i just do one big episode for all the entire week of wrestling but uh, we'll see how I feel after watching Raw uh, tomorrow. Um, but stay tuned. I'll have my Survivor episode up real soon. Um, that Also, that was another thing, was that that was a really emotional episode. What, like, in the opposite, opposite direction, it was a great, great episode. Um, so I will do uh, a podcast episode that, about that, that really, really soon. Uh, so stay tuned and um yeah let me know what you thought about nxt nxt uk 205 live and smackdown this week by tweeting me at tiw podcast go to tiwpodcast.com for more reviews if you enjoyed this episode or anything else on the site please share some links with your friends subscribe to itunes spotify stitcher youtube wherever you like to listen stay safe out there in all the infinite multiverses and i'll see you next time here on tiw podcast bye